coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Everything new is old again. We're talking about new Super Mario Bros. U. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, joined as always by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Hi, Mark. Hey, how's it going? Uh, good. I was just thinking about this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to Red Lobster. Oh, did we? We went to Red Lobster because it's Shrimp Fest, as I think it usually is. I think it's usually Shrimp Fest at Red Lobster. Uh, and I had endless shrimp, um, which is, of course, not actually endless. You reach a point where you're an adult and you say, I must force the end. But, like, theoretically endless. I always think of the Simpsons episode when they go to... Um, the, the Frying Dutchman? The Frying Dutchman. Yes. <laughs> and Homer does not have all the fish he could eat. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Turns out I can only really have, like, four servings of shrimp before I'm like, that's more than I need. That's a good amount of shrimp. It felt like a lot. Um, what was your favorite? Mmm, jeez. Uh, there was a like uh, there was like a spicy one that was also very sweet. Um, that if we got like extra of the rub to to put on, um, to kind of like counterbalance this. this Nashville a, hot. The Nashville hot, yes. Um, that was uh Micah Gordon's invention of um, you need more of that dry rub on there, otherwise it's just too sweet. I had the tilapia, which. <laughs> Is I'm pretty sure is garbage fish that has been branded tilapia to make it sound more exotic or interesting. Mm, did you feel like you were having a, an exotic meal? Yeah. <laughs> it worked on me. It's yeah. like the placebo of fish. Uh, the, uh, I think that's tilapia's tagline, right? <laughs> the, the placebo of fish? Absolutely. Uh, so Shrimp Fest is a great time. We had a great time. This is what happens on the Nintendo show here. Um, thanks uh, for tuning in. We are going to be talking about uh, the new Super Mario Brothers U. Um, uh, but in, in the meantime, if you'd like to, you know, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts and a bunch of other places. If you could hit us up on any of those platforms and say, hey, good job. This many stars. This is why I like this show. This is why I don't like this show. That'd be great. We're on Twitter and Facebook, Nincart Society, and just Nintendo Cartridge Society. And if you ever want to write us an email, you can, or if you want my copy of Sonic Forces, you can just email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. But, uh, you know, we're not here for it. This isn't about plugging ourselves, Mark. This is about new Super Mario Brothers. You. <laughs> Mark, why are we talking about this game? So, Jeremy Parrish, mm-hmm. who I, in my opinion, is the um, eminent, preeminent? What, uh, post-eminent? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he is, I, I really think that he's one of the greatest minds thinking, writing and about video games. Mm-hmm. And Polygon recently 
commissioned him to create a list of the best Mario games. And he put New Super Mario Brothers U as number one, as the greatest Super Mario Brothers game ever created. Now, that raises some flags, right? That makes us go like, wait a minute. What? Yeah, it's a very uh, interesting choice. Yeah, before... So we, we took the opportunity then this weekend to play all the way through. I've never... I hadn't played it before. Right. And if uh, this person I admire so much said it was the best Mario game ever... A series you enjoy, generally speaking. Yeah. And I, have very high opinions of specific entries. It feels like uh, silly that I had never played it before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, prior to this weekend, uh, what would you say your favorite Mario game was? Uh, Galaxy, maybe Galaxy 2, they honestly run together for me. It's hard to separate them. It's become like one game in my mind. Mm -hmm. The the Galaxy games, I think, are my, and still are my favorite Mario games. That makes sense. Um, I would say for me, either uh, World or um, Super Mario 3D World is so good, man. Oh, yeah. That's so crazy that I didn't even consider the 2D games. Because th- uh, Super Mario Brothers three is right up, uh, also, obviously, yeah. like, right up there. Right. So we've basically named half the series now. <laughs> no, there are so many Mario. <laughs> there games. are so many Mario games and so many great Mario games. Um, but you know, I think sort of um, absent from any list that we would make, or you know, any like top five list, would probably be any of the new Super Mario. Not not that they're bad, but just that we frequently, I don't know, I I frequently. Uh, think of them as not remarkable in like the the canon of mario games yeah i agree and that's not to say that i didn't enjoy them a lot like when new super mario brothers came out on ds i loved Mm -hmm. it i was so excited for more 2d mario um i don't know that the game has aged super well but i don't think it's terrible i mean there's no way to know there's no way to go back (laughs) no way to go back and play it um Um, except you could pop it in your 3ds and play it right now new super mario brothers wii Mm-hmm. I had a blast playing. Yes. Uh, you know, I had that frantic four-person multiplayer. Um, I have so many fond memories of that game, but I don't consider it up there in, like, the pinnacle of the series. Yeah, well, one of the things that uh, I think happens, on especially the Wii version, um, is that any, that like, all uniqueness of levels kind of melts away, right? That um, the entirety of the game is sort of overridden by the chaos of having four people running into each other and trying to fly around with propeller hats or whatever. Um, and so it becomes less of a game and more of just like an exercise in chaos, which is fun in one way or another, but it's fun in a very like we kind of way, right? So like, I think that's something uh, that like the rest of the entries in this series have um, sort of like a, a different box to like check off, right? Like the the first one on DS was like first 2D Mario in a long time. The one on Wii is like it's chaos in a bottle. Um, and then the the 3DS one, New Super Mario Brothers two, um, was like a weird coin rush kind of game. And then uh, this one, New Super Mario Brothers U, kind of is like the chaos in a bottle thing, but uh kind of backs it up with um more level diversity and maybe some like design choices that take some of that chaos away, right? Um 
one of the I just referred to the uh, the propeller hats in in the in the first one, um, and they come back eventually in uh, New Super Mario Brothers U, but like they're not in most of the game, um, which I think you know just having the ability to like because uh, all the propeller hat does is like make your character jump like way up super high, and then you know like everything has to zoom way out to fit all the characters on screen. And then, like you drill down fast when you when you push down. There is basically a substitute mechanic for the propeller hat that's available more frequently, and that's the little the pink baby Yoshi's. Those oh, work very okay, similarly when you like they when you're not uh like spinning mm-hmm. up. It doesn't have that mechanic, but it is kind of like a uh it inflates like it a balloon. inflates like a balloon and it mm-hmm. lifts you, and then you can come down. Right. It's kind of like. A, a way to cheat your way through a lot of these levels. Yeah, not cheat, but just like, um, it but makes... like be a dirty rotten <laughs> cheater and just not earn your way through those levels. <laughs> Mark's got a really stringent get good <laughs> philosophy now. Um, yeah, well, in the, I mean, I, I don't mean to suggest that there's nothing uh, at all like the propeller hats in this. The um, flying squirrel costume is uh, similar in that you get like a you can get like a little jump boost. Uh, to it there but there's no i i I just feel like the um, mobility is a little bit um constricted so that it's less of like a a free ride to just like blow out the stage um and travel up and down at kind of alarming speeds um so like it feels more measured to me than uh the original or not the original but i guess the second game in the series the wii version (laughs) yeah the wii version yeah i agree it's like they um Having not played Luigi, the Super mm-hmm. Luigi U, mm-hmm. Super Luigi U, this definitely feels like the most um, edited and like uh, mm-hmm. well curated version of the new Super Mario Brothers games. Yeah, because they have the building blocks and the learning from the previous games, and they're able to incorporate a lot of those elements, like the tiny mushrooms th- that yeah. like shrink you down, and you can. Uh, skim on the top of water and you know enter special pipes and things like that and it has the four player fun and a little bit of the chaos of the wii version Mm -hmm. and but it doesn't have like some of the superfluous uh things that get left behind like the first game you know you were able to like grow mario very large and just like Mm -hmm. smash through levels and there really wasn't a point to that other than it looked visually interesting yeah, you know it's that that's interesting that you bring up the uh that like supersized mushroom and both the the teeny tiny mushroom um because I the the teeny tiny mushroom does appear in this game but it seems like it's less abused. Well, kind of less crucial, right? Like um in the original New Super Mario Brothers, you would have to finish um some like the end castles as teeny tiny Mario so that he would exit a different way and then you were able to access a different world. That puts like a weird like constraint on being able to access entire worlds of that game of like now you have to finish this level as a teeny tiny Mario. Um and in uh the Wii U version of this game there are some big coins that you can't get without being super small but like there's no you know what I mean? It, it's it's less like a a gate on um a, uh, a a secret exit to a level 
and more of like a fun thing you can do or just like an extra way to like get those big coins. Exactly. And that's what I mean by I feel like this game is the most well curated of the super of the new Super Mario Brothers series because they are able to incorporate those elements, but they use them, I think, like smarter in mm-hmm. a way that it makes them more enjoyable. Like even the four player multiplayer, by taking out stuff like the propeller hat, they're they are able to like tame the frenetic energy. Yeah. And so it still feels unpredictable and you can still like troll your friends, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel uh like manic. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, we were we uh, played most of the day just the two of us, but uh, in, in the early go, we were joined by my girlfriend Sarah. Um, and uh, first of all, weird little trip to dig the Wii remotes back out, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like get double A batteries for all of them. Um, but it ended up being a lot less fussy than I remembered or sort of like feared that it was going to be. Um, all of the remotes uh, worked immediately and uh, synced up with uh, the system kind of no problem. Um, uh, also, weird little side note that it is strange to turn on the Wii U and go to like the plaza at the beginning of it uh, and it's empty because Miiverse doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, we were joking. It's like, uh, I am legend. That's right. It's like, I am legend, but you don't have that fun dog running around with you <laughs> you don't get the heartbreak <laughs> no the dog that's, as that's well. true you're spared you're spared that part spoilers for i am legend i guess <laughs> um i i think like the new super mario brothers games and especially new super mario brothers U is really interesting in the history of nintendo and like the contest context in which it exists mm-hmm. because by the time that new super mario brothers came out on the ds um it was like a lot of for nin- for the developers and for Nintendo it was a lot of learning how to make 2D Mario again. Sure. Because the team that had made, you know, like the classic Mario games had all dispersed and they were in like higher leadership executive positions in the company. And so a lot of I feel like a lot of new Super Mario Brothers is like learning again and that's why the first game is a little bit clunkier. Mhm. Uh, especially in hindsight and you can see you know like with each one they got uh a little bit more confident a little bit better and then the wii u version is kind of the culmination of that i think it's uh i i think that's that's a good point that like there's sort of a relearning curve um for the creators but i i think also um there's this sort of classic mario meets like modern sensibility that you know probably took a little a couple games to really master too like yeah you we know that uh people play games and are interested in 2d style mario games but it's also like well how do we play games now you know it's we if super mario brothers 3 came out fresh now you know we would look at it a little bit differently and be like well why can't i do this why is there no you know there's no save feature in that game (laughs) um just for one um but like just sort of introducing or uh, like streamlining some of that stuff or bringing modern sensibilities to 2D Mario um i think is all like an an important part of that um and you know we when when we played uh, there are only a couple times that you encounter those like the motion controls <clears throat> uh, like 
to affect other platforms uh like w- within levels uh, and i remember the original wii version of it being like riddled with that right um so yeah it it seems like there just there's a lot of um sanding away of like the rougher edges or of like the more gimmicky edges to just get to a a game that works and the, i I don't know. I feel like the new Super Mario Brothers games have kind of a str- they have a strange reputation. Mm-hmm, for sure. Where they like they're enjoyable, people play them a ton, but I don't think that they are uh roundly regarded as, you know, the best that the series has to offer. And I think for me a weird amount of that is the like art style. Yeah, let's talk about that art style. Or and even like honestly just like the music, like the whole like aesthetic package that mm-hmm. is new Super Mario Brothers. Um, I don't know. It like it's difficult for me to articulate why it doesn't really work. It just feels like unfinished. It feels like it lacks the finesse and care that Nintendo regularly gives, uh, like the presentation of their games. Yeah, that, I mean that's interesting. I I don't know if I see it as a uh, lack of care necessarily, but like, uh, certainly a, a lack of personality. Like, you know, I. Even in um, you know, like Super Mario, Super Mario Run, um, like which is based heavily on yeah, based heavily game. on yeah, cer- certainly that art style. But I, I think there's a little bit more personality in that game. Um, like the voices are kind of cuter, and like when Mario kind of like puts up his hand to like give give you nucks for like beating a level or whatever. Um, or like you can put that up against uh the amount of personality and just like weird, fun, funny stuff in like odyssey or the galaxy games or even the um the 3d games world and and land um that all of those just have so many like weird visual concepts um and just like kind of fun or funny challenging ideas and none of that like the the new games are very like middle of the road right like enemy types are super straightforward um and very just like classic Mario but in 3D. For the most part, I I think there are still those like little Nintendo flourishes, but they're much more rare like the v- characters that everybody dances along to the music. Yes, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you're like going and then there's like those little little, uh, little Koopas, little Koopas that will take a break from whatever they're doing to like sway back and forth when the music calls them to or like when you're holding the baby Yoshis and they're all singing along to the song. So when we were in the ghost house, yeah, with those Yoshi's that like line light up, and yeah, and they're they're singing along, and uh, like that's adorable. That's super cute. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so there are those flourishes, but they're just uh rare. Yeah, I mean it's they don't show up with enough regularity. Yeah, it's very strange because like I'm I'm thinking back through like our our play session and like. You know, there there are times where like Nabbit will appear, uh, which I think he was introduced in um the three DS one. Uh and he like steals uh treasures from Toad's house and you have to like go back into a level and like chase him down and like there's a whole little thing that happens, but like it does just doesn't for whatever reason I'm not struck by like the character of it, you know? But I feel like that's also true of the characters that they revisit, like the Koopa kids. Sure. You know, like and I don't know if some of that is the way they're rendered, like the art style, mm-hmm. but or like having like um, Boomer, is that his name? 
Um, possibly. Yeah, the the like the mid boss. Boom, boom. Yeah, boom. like the yeah. He's uh, he's the same mid boss from um three uh, from Super Mario Bros. Three. And he know. works pretty much doon, the same. Doon, doon, doon. And he works pretty much the same that like he did in Super Mario Bros. Three. Mm-hmm. But uh, that kind of that part of it feels a little like pandering to me in a mm. way that we don't normally see from Nintendo. Right, sure, where it's yeah. like, here's this stuff that you liked from Super Mario Brothers three. Yeah, it's sort of just like representation without like being an effective homage or like having any or like yeah or an interesting take on it. it. Yeah. Like again, like the same sort of thing is we were remarking on you like bosses or like the Koopa Kids are in airships. Yeah, and this harkens back to Super Mario Brothers three, and you would board the airship and you would have to traverse through it before going down a pipe and like fighting one of the Koopa kids in this game, you just kind of like get shot. Onto... It's a, yeah. The, the, the final level of each world is a castle level. And at the end of the castle is a uh, cannon that shoots you onto the airship. And then the only thing that happens on the airship is you fight the Koopa kid. Right. In kind of like a nondescript, uh, like helm of the ship or one time you're on like a crow's nest, but there's nothing really like, it just feels like they're check. It, feels more like any other uh mario game like checking laundry uh like a laundry list of things yeah. they want to include well that i mean that, that's a great point like the why even make them airships then like why not just make them their castles where the koopa kids are which is exactly what super mario world did it's the the airships are only in there because we recognize them from super mario brothers 3 like literally that's the only reason they're there. And so this game the whole uh like framing device I guess of the world map is that they all seem to be like does every world seems to be dessert themed. Mm-hmm. So you are still seeing the classic like ice level, the classic like water levels, the classic desert levels, but they are all have kind of like a dessert spin like it's like layer cake desert mm-hmm. or the like soda, soda falls. Right. And um but even that like is not very it never really felt like uh, they did anything interesting with that right and like none of that really comes across in like the level design or any of the like the the background art the layer cake desert looks like a desert you know like like a desert and (laughs) and uh you know it's that specifically with the soda lake or, or whatever it's called um, we have an example in another modern Mario game where, uh, it, Odyssey specifically, when you get to the um, the beachside, seaside, uh, I believe is the name of the kingdom, um, the water there is carbonated, um, which is just like a fun, dumb, like, thing where you're like, yeah, cool, it's carbonated water, that's silly, and, like, that feels like something, and then when you're actually in that space, you're like, yeah, this is... This is a champagne fountain or whatever. Um, and it all just feels like fun and cool and exciting. And like that design aesthetic, like all holds together. But like, if it didn't say in New Super Mario Brothers U that this was like Soda Lake, you would never know that it was a Soda Lake. Yeah. Or like you said, like layer cake desert. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't affect the gameplay or the world in any interesting way. Right. Even even just like the aesthetic of it, like you, it's just a word. Um, and in the the very first world is Acorn Plains, 
So it's not even consistent with its own acorn. <laughs> That's not. A, I will not have acorns for dessert. I refuse. I, re- I refuse. Even with whipped cream <laughs> and chocolate sauce, I would say, no, thank you. Take those back <laughs> to the tree. Not even take them back From to the kitchen. From they came. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, you know, for, like, as much as this game has, like, I guess a lot of the same criticisms that I would have of any of the other new Super Mario Brothers games, there is a lot to like about it. Okay, And yeah. I think it comes we, in, like... We, we're, we're skewing kind of negative now. But we had yeah. fun playing it. Absolutely. And especially the later you get into the game, you know, this is my same thought on Odyssey, and uh, it just kind of... Kind of most modern Mario games, Yeah, really. it seems to be the way that they are built is they save the good stuff for last. Mm-hmm. And so the last couple of worlds, it feels like the platforming becomes more, I don't even want to say like difficult, but just more kind like of more complex. demanding. Yeah. Really. Uh, and so you, f- you actually have to kind of like pay attention to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, those were definitely like my favorite levels. Because as we got later in, into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the um, like cl- meringue cloud uh, level or world. Um, it started to get more uh, more demanding, and again, I guess it's just a, a direct throwback to Super Mario Brothers three. But there's um, that level with the like little flying beetle guys, where when you land on them, then they like kind of take a little dip and then go back up. Um, that's just straight out of Super Mario three, but like they actually had something like interesting to express with those little beetly guys, you know? Right, and they had a twist on it because there was the giant. Right, the, the beetle things ones. that were not fans of you jumping on them. No, they just went right down. <laughs> so it added like a new variable or like an interesting way to interact with, uh, like this platforming challenge that I had experienced before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, a couple things were different between um when we started playing and when we uh stopped playing toward towards the end of the game. Um, the at the beginning there were three of us. At the end there were two of us. At the beginning the levels were maybe too easy. At the end, they're appropriately challenging. Um, at the beginning, we were sober. <laughs> Later in the game, we were not. Um, I do think that this game benefits from, uh, like, just hitting, like, a nice, like, hangout vibe, right? Um, drinking a little bit. But I, I also think that it benefited from, um, like, the slimming down of our player base to just the two of us. Yeah, I don't, I don't I know that so would too. be as fun by myself. In fact, I, I've owned this game for three years, um, and I've never finished it uh, either by myself or with someone else, um, because I, I don't think it would be that fun to do by myself. I think it's a... So, yeah, I, I think the only one that I've really played by myself was the, first, the one on DS. Yeah. Right? Um, but I, I think the genius of these games, of the Wii game mm-hmm. and of... Uh, you is that it's a different kind of fun. Yes. When you get more than two people, like when you get three or four people, then I'm having when uh, it was just like the two of us trying to complete these challenging levels. Right. You, you have, like you're saying, you have to have that kind of like party hangout vibe when mm-hmm. you're playing with three or four people because it, uh, the platforming itself, you're not, is going to be more loose. Right. You know, and you're gonna like things are just gonna happen. You're and gonna people mess are gonna up, die right. and you're gonna mess up. 
And uh, you just kind of have to be okay with that. If you're trying to do like precise platforming with four people in this game, I'm sure it's possible, but I don't... You, you got to have a t- tight squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, after we beat the game, we went back because we wanted to unlock some of the like secret worlds. Uh, there's, a, there's a star road in this um, that you can access after you've um, finished the game. Um, and to access some of the roads or some of the levels in Star Road, you have to have collected all of the large coins um, in, in each level in a world. Um, so we went back into Acorn Plains. First of all, said, leave those acorns in the kitchen. Thank you. Um, but then, like, the two of us just, like, kind of went in and, like, muscled our way through. And it's interesting how, like, you can see, like, okay, I, I know that I can platform my way up there. Or, since there are two of us, you can really just, like, launch each other up anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that becomes its own kind of fun where it's, like, you know, how can we, how can we sort of, like, break the mobility, like, limits on our characters now that there are two of us? Um, it's one of the things that, like, I, I always look for in, in a Mario game is, like, how can I, what are my, like, extended mobility techniques? Like, in, in Odyssey... Um, you know, I love have this like jump, throw the cap, dive at the cap, jump off the cap, throw the cap again, dive again. Um, just like how do I get just a few more pixels out of it? Um, and it's cool to have have that with another person. Um, and I think that that's uh you know missing from any like solo Mario experience. Yeah, absolutely. It does open up the world in like fun and interesting ways, and it also just makes it more accessible, right? Because like with two people, you. I I don't know if it would be possible with like three or four. But with two people, you can kind of like carry each other when you need to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right? It's yeah. like you can escape death. Right. You can make and and so the level design accommodates that. Where it's like, do you know what? I'm just gonna throw myself off this edge to get this coin. Right, and then bubble. And then I'll just bubble. Or right. I won't, and it'll be fine, because you're like up here at safety. Right. And, and then I'll be down to 53 lives and we'll be okay. And, and I think like that sort of thing where both you and I are kind of like, I don't know that I'd want to play this game by myself. I think that's another reason why these games are, I don't know, I guess in a way like misunderstood, like they are almost uh, not done any favors by being Mario games, by being new Super Mario Brother games. Mm, interesting. You know, because what we, uh, it has the fun platforming that we expect from a Mario game, but by uh, introducing these new elements, it almost like confuses the, uh, it confuses it. Cause it's like, well, you have the new, su- what, what is a new Super Mario Brothers game? What do you expect from it? Because mm-hmm. you have multiplayer entries, you have single player entries, you have the coin rush thing of the 3DS title, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's kind of a series with like an idea, identity crisis and maybe drilling down into into the core of what they want new super mario brothers to be because it's clearly not just more 16-bit mario right right you know it's not like a sonic mania type uh nostalgia play it's but i don't know that they know exactly where they want this series to go or what like where it exists right because like the the question is like is it a social series or isn't it um and the Wii and wii u versions would suggest yes it is a social and i think social series those are the most the more successful entries 
Yeah, well, and the, like the the interesting thing, and you know, we didn't really get a chance to dig into it uh, over the weekend, but um, there is a sort of soft sequel to the Wii U version, just called uh, New Super Luigi U from the, the year of Luigi. From the year of Luigi, um, and uh, it uh, is all of the like levels like chopped up and in sort of like um, with a, a shortened time limit, and it's all like score attack basically. You just it takes um the sort of multiplayer social thing and drives it down into like a single person doing it as fast and as good as they can which i mean that sort of hits the uh uh the a couple weeks ago when we were like trying to make up our own mario game and we were pulling um components from existing mario games you know i said that i want that kind of like arcadey action of um super mario run and like the you know Super Luigi U kind of delivers that, um, and if uh, New Super Mario Brothers U and Luigi U could be considered one package, and I sort of do because for me they're on one disc, they came packed in with my Wii U. Um, that like that does make it feel like a, a pretty complete Mario game package. I don't know that I would still ever really consider it in like my favorite Mario games of all time, but. Uh, I don't know, like, my kind of thinking on the game um, is, like, deepening, uh, just, like, with every time I actually sit down to play it. I don't know how many more times that'll be, though. Like, um, do, are, have, since, since we played it this weekend, have you, like, thought back on it and be like, oh, yeah, I'd like to get back to that? Well, for all of our complaints about the game, Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, things we don't like about it, it's still Mario. Right. It's still a Nintendo-made platformer. Mm -hmm. It's still a lot of fun. You know, like, um, I, I, don't, I don't think I feel like any reason or any, like, need to go back and play through it by myself. But if somebody was like, hey, do you want to play New Super Mario Brothers for a while? I absolutely would. Right. If somehow it were on at a party, <laughs> yeah, you'd sit down and play it. Um, so, I mean, that actually is a nice transition point to uh, talking about what we think uh, New Super Mario Brothers' role is more generally in possibly the future of Nintendo. Um, while we were playing this weekend, um, the thought kept occurring to me that, like, this is, this would be a perfect type of game on Switch. S Absolutely. Like it's this this is the kind of game the Switch is built for where you bring it over, you have it, you pull off the Joy-Con mm -hmm. and hand it to somebody and you're able to play multiplayer Mario. Right. Like the Mario that is on uh Switch at present does not fit the hardware, right? Ditto, you know, Zelda for, for that matter. Um I mean other than the like the portability factor which plays into both of them pretty well. Um, but the idea that like you could have multiplayer anywhere, those games don't really, they 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 don't figure into that. Um, but a new Super Mario Brothers style game sure would. Um, and like man, what a cool like effortless way to show off the power of that thing by just like dropping it down and you know, bam! Now now we're all playing Mario Brothers together. I don't know. I think it'd be really like. Maybe I don't agree that uh, New Super Mario Brothers U is the best Mario game, but I think New Super Mario Brothers Switch has the, you know, capacity to be that. I I would 
totally buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like it's so much more appro- it's so approachable. This series is so approachable for mm-hmm. anybody, right? Like in a way that 3D Mario isn't. Everybody has played a 2D platformer. Pretty much everybody has played a Mario game, right? And right. people can handle run to the right. Yeah, yeah. And so it it is. I'm super excited to see where this series goes. Yeah. Do you think do you think we get more of this series? Cuz th- there are no guarantees, right? Like, right, absolutely. Es- uh especially with a company like Nintendo mm-hmm. who uh they get off on being withholding. They do get <laughs> off on being withholding. No, they they're not always interested in repeating themselves. Mm-hmm. And well, with one big exception being the new Super Mario Brothers series, right? But even then, I mean, you know, I think you could argue that they iterate within yes. each mm-hmm. uh they introduce new mechanics and again, I think it's a um a sad hallmark of the new Super Mario Brothers series that it doesn't have like a real identity out of uh it's the new like run to the white right Mario. Mm-hmm. Um but man that branding is just such a bummer. <laughs> new. Yeah, it, it I don't know. They've kind of like painted themselves into the corner with the series. So I don't know if we see it continue or but I think it would be a huge bummer to me if we lose this kind of like four player mm-hmm. 2D Mario. And I think honestly with the um the 3DS and the DS kind of in the rearview mirror and if Nintendo is pursuing this kind of hybrid machine platforms going forward I think that's an identity that uh really works for these games and mm-hmm. so that like multiplayer aspect right like am I really looking forward to a single player version of this no not really yeah but give me a four player version on the switch and I'm totally into it yeah it's interesting that it's still sort of um like you know the the Wii U version of this game and uh, the the Wii version um you know were sort of necessarily couch co-op games exclusively um i i wonder if that like remains a necessity or if um since it is also a handheld you could do like at least local wireless play um it's like i still don't think it really makes sense to like take it online and like play with your friends across the country yeah or the local part of it seems like a huge necessity yeah um but e- even still like being able to you know uh pl- you know like the uh the switch commercial from back in the day promise of you know you are playing uh, nba 2k on two switches together right right i mean when you're taking a break from from playing, playing real basketball. basketball. So when you're taking a real break from jumping on turtles <laughs> and collecting <laughs> coins, that you you and your friends could, you know, I, I think I think that ability to communicate between switches would be important uh, in like the sort of modern a- incarnation of that. Yeah, and would be totally fun. Um, so uh, we sort of hinted at it already, but uh, I like the idea that there are sort of like hidden extensions of the new super mario brothers like franchise like super mario run is effectively a uh a a new super mario brothers game um or at least based on a new super mario brothers game um and obviously the theme is present in um mario maker uh on both the uh wii u and 3ds um but kind of beyond that so how many games does that make that there, there are four like main series ones, and then there's Luigi, and then there's Run, which is six, and then like Mario Maker. So there's like seven ish 
um games that you know that this new Super Mario Brothers branding has uh you know been stamped on which is a lot it's a lot it's a lot of games i mean how many games you know are in the super mario brothers 3 engine two if you want to count <laughs> mario maker you know yeah. it's a uh, it's yeah nintendo doesn't like to repeat themselves except with new super mario brothers <laughs> well mark do you have any further thoughts about um our experiences with this game uh, in in particular or the role of the the new games more generally. I mean, I think we spent a lot of time talking about the things we didn't like about it, but uh, I don't know. We really we really did have fun. Yeah, it's a it's a fun game. There are you know there's some like really good platforming. Mm-hmm. It's great to play with friends. So I I don't hate it. I don't think it's like the worst. It's definitely not the worst Mario game, right? But um, I don't know. I'm glad I'm glad we played it. Yeah, I, no, because I too. definitely think it's like my favorite of the new Super Mario Brother games. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> if they left this branding behind, mm-hmm. I don't think I would be sad though. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would either. I mean, if for no other reason than uh, you know, I'm done with the art style. Um, they could still call it new if it looked like something different, but I don't. I think those character models, those like overly simple character models, are like a hallmark of of that. It also feels very much a product of its time. Yeah, like that art style. Yeah, for sure. Like, even uh, it does not benefit from being rendered in high definition. No, I don't think. Like, it looks plastic in in high def. Well, all right, uh, Mark. Let's uh, let's close out this topic. <laughs> And just because we've closed out the topic does not mean that the cl- topic is closed out. I had a tough time saying that. <laughs> um, you've probably had some experience with the new Super Mario Brothers series uh, because it has sold millions. Uh, so if you have any uh, reactions to anything we've said about that or would like to weigh in with your own experiences, um, you can email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Oh, or you can tweet it. <laughs> or you can tweet at us. I'm fine. Um, we are at Nincart Society, and the Facebook page is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. And if you haven't listened to the Tuesday News episode, mm-hmm. you probably missed uh, the news that Patrick is lending out his copy of Sonic Forces. To I him. bought, yes, I bought Sonic Forces. I think it's a bust. I don't want to play it anymore, but I would like other people to experience it, at least for a couple minutes. So if you would like to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces, just email us your address and I'll shoot it on over to you. You can play it for a little while and then send it back to me. Um, and that would be cool. Again, it's just Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Um, and uh, remember, rate, and review, subscribe, all that good stuff. That's going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Uh, if you like Mark and Mind's opinions, we write about comic books on retconpunch.com. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Ape Betty. You can find more of Ape Betty's music by going to apebetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying thanks for listening. It's a creative podcast network.
folks, it's Casey and Jonathan from the Sleepers Podcast. That's right. We are a fantasy football podcast. But guess what else? We do a lot of fun stuff on our podcast. If you don't like fantasy football, that's fine, because we're not actually that good at giving fantasy football advice. No, I actually don't even enjoy it. <laughs> it's not even fun. It's not even we fun. We both want to die. <laughs> yeah. It's great. No. We do segments on our show. We have fun. We do segments like, we today we recasted the cast of Seinfeld, recast Seinfeld. With NFL players. With NFL players. Oh, can you imagine how funny oh that was? Last week, we had a thing about which which Halloween costume an NFL player would have worn as a kid. Guess what? Gronk was a potato. Oh my it, God. Was it was crazy. We're having fun. We hope you like it. Anyway, thank you so much to Patrick and Mark. We love you. We love Nintendo Cartridge Society. Absolutely. And if you want to check us out, we are the Sleepers Podcast. Also, we have a Twitter that we talk about. At Sleepers Podcast. Hey, thanks. Bye. Goodbye.